I'm Eric. I'm Lucas. And we are the Modern Agronomists. We are putting a modern spin on an old industry. Welcome back to Season 3 of the Modern Agronomists. Um, here with Eric Weber, myself, Lucas Kenyon. Today we have Ryan Jones with us from the Precision Ag Department at Country Visions. Thank you for joining us today, Ryan. So... As of late, it seems like new planters rolling out, um, a lot of growers looking at the minimum till, no-till, per se. Um, what are some of the biggest things that we, or you are seeing, I guess, on some of these new planters coming out and some of the technology that we got coming with that to help out with that no-till acre? Yeah, absolutely. So I have some stuff prepared here to go through some precision planning um, products that they offer. Um, some of these are specific to no-till and some of them are just general planner topics that people need to think about and consider for their for their planners on the farm. Uh, we're going to kind of cover what the 2020 is, what the 2020 does, uh, what furrow force is, what delta force is, uh, a couple different hot topics on roll cleaners, and we can go from there. People keep asking when, when the Gen 3 monitors become available. So Precision is working internally to produce their own chips to get the Gen 3 back online here shortly. Um, I would be guessing for next spring we'll be able to get a Gen 3 monitor um, to use again with these new planners. Um, right now they are offering a Gen 2 monitor at a discounted price to uh, carry people through and just going to offer some trading programs on these when the Gen 3 does become available. What's nice about a 2020 monitor is that it's going to show us our population, our singulation, uh, more in depth than any other uh, monitor on the market. The 2020 monitor is also going to allow us to use the new precision planning products that keep coming, keep coming down the pipeline. We're talking about roll cleaners uh, in our earlier podcast. Um, people keep asking, you know, why are roll cleaners so important? What is what is the biggest difference? Uh, so the biggest thing we're shooting for with roll cleaners is our clean furrow. So Precision Planning makes a, a product called Smart Firmer. What that's going to do is it's going to allow us to view the residue in the furrow. It's also going to read soil moisture. It's going to tell us our soil temperature, and it's going to read pH and CEC levels on the fly. Um, what's nice about this is when we're reading the pH and the CEC levels with a with a Gen 3 or Gen 2 precision planting monitor, we can variable rate seed based off the reading of our smart firmer. Um, clean furrow is also going to increase the emergence of our corn. It's also going to increase our corn emergence timing. So what I'm talking about emergence timing, we want to get everything to emerge within a 12-hour window as close as we can. So with that smart firmer, with some of that, um, you said some of your guys are going to that variable rate planting. So we're looking at, CEC, organic matter, is that the, the two biggest things you're pairing up to try to make a decision like that? Correct. Yep, yep. That is going to be the biggest things we're pairing up to to go across. Um, so basically on that monitor, we can set parameters that based off this organic matter, based off the CEC level, um, we're going to be able to set parameters where we're going to seed at that rate in these these levels. Where do you put those the parameters are right in the 2020? Right in the 2020 monitor, correct. So you're going to have to be running a V-set with a V-drive electric motor from Precision Planning in order for this to work. And one thing I wanted to touch back on, not to move backwards, but a 2020 monitor really is a multi-use monitor. It's not just for planting corn. I, I mean, I believe I watched a video this past week of someone using it in the cab when they were side-dressing nitrogen. That is correct. So the 2020 monitor um, right now is available for planting, side-dress, and combining for harvest. So it's called YieldSense. Um, so what's nice about that is when we have it in all these different applications, we can pair that with FieldView. When we pair that with FieldView, we'll be able to have side-by-side -side maps in the combine from planting what our hybrid was to what our harvesting our hybrid is. 
So it's used for seed buying. Um, guys can see right in the cab what it's doing, and it helps the agronomists in the, in the springtime when we're selling you seed, get things figured out. Yeah. I just wanted to touch on that because I think people, when they think of 2020, they think it's in my corn planting tractor, and that's all it's used for. But there's a lot of people that are starting to do a lot more stuff on their self, side dressing, for example. There's a lot of people doing that themselves where that monitor can you know, stay in that same tractor or move over and, and use that. Correct. The other thing that Precision has coming down the pipeline, it was released just last year at Winter Conference, is they are making the 2020 available to go into sprayers as well. So they're going to have some cool things available next year for sprayers. So right now with the 2020, we're at a Gen 3. Is that the, the newest one right now? Yeah, Gen 3 is the newest. Okay. So if if you were looking at, so I believe there's Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3, correct? So is a lot of this new stuff compatible with Gen 1s, or do we got to be looking at going up to the Gen 2 or 3? So all the new stuff that is out coming out now is going to be a Gen 3. The Gen 2 is capable of doing V-Drive, Delta Force, and V-Apply. Anything newer than that, we have to have a Gen 3 monitor. We can run a lot of these precision planning products uh, without the Gen 3 monitor um, by just doing manual control. Uh, but going forward to get it too automated, we need to have the Gen 3 monitor in the cab. Yeah, it just seems like with the Gen 3, you can take a lot deeper dive in your parameter section, what you're setting, you know. I, I Like, uh, when I think of liquid starter, you know, you, you got one guy who says, well, I set it for six gallons, but I don't really know what I'm getting. And, you know, with some of these additions from Precision Planting, you really can know row by row where you're at, and, which helps us on the backside. Right. Correct. Precision Planting has a product called V-Apply. Uh, what V-Apply does is it puts a – uh, basically a clutch control, a flow control, a little uh, control actuator in every single row for liquid control. Um, so it's going to act as your clutch and everything else um, right in the row unit. It's going to have turn compensation, so we are getting true even flow on every single row. Where, you know, that's another tool that can, can go on a side dress bar. That's not just for a corn planter. Correct. So that V-Apply HD, that flex module, is designed to go on your planter, then we peel it off and we put it on your side dress bar. Clean sweep versus reveal is a question that's coming up a lot lately. Uh, basically, what is clean sweep? Clean sweep is the precision planting air cylinder that you can add to existing roll cleaners. Uh, they have to be floating roll cleaners. Roughly, I'd say 70% of the roll cleaners in the market today, we can add this to with brackets. Um, so it's going to run run an air cylinder with an air compressor, and you're going to have to control it in the cab manually to adjust it. Um, that's basically going to be what you're, what's going to make your floating roll cleaner uh, adjustable by in the cab. The next thing Precision just came out with is Reveal. What's cool about Reveal is that with this roll cleaner is not actually on the roll unit itself. It's actually hanging off the back of the bar in front of the roll unit. So what's so nice about that is that it's, it's independent from the roll unit, so it's going to minimize the roll unit bounce. So every time this roll cleaner goes up and down, it's not affecting our not affecting our ride in our roll unit versus a typical roll cleaner. Every time it goes up and down, our roll unit's moving up and down with that. So what would that contribute to? If that, if that roll cleaner's bouncing or affecting our row unit is that mainly going to affect our depth so what so what that is going to do is that is going to allow that row unit depth to to basically properly be maintained um, we're not going to be up and down with that okay um, that is still going to be controlled off a airbag and you are still going to have to manually adjust that in the cab what also is nice about reveals it has an internal gauge wheel what that internal gauge wheel does is that when we are sizing residue and moving stuff out of the way, we're always going to have a firming point. So the soil is always going to be the same firmness when the opening disc goes through that. Uh, Clean Sweep is still available for spring of 2022. Uh, Reveal is sold out for this year. Uh, So talk to your precision planning rep and we can get that ordered for you guys for next year already. 
So are they just going to phase clean sweep out completely and just go to reveal? No, nope. nope. they're still going to keep clean sweep. Um, clean sweep is nice because there's so many farmers already have roll cleaners out on the market that we can add this to a simple system. Um, reveal is going to be for a lot of the guys that are the real high producing guys that either want to switch roll cleaners out or when they build a new planter, put this on. Okay. Another big planter topic is downforce management. There's a lot of guys out there that are running single single side springs, uh, heavy duty down springs in the center, airbags and hydraulic downforce. We're going to jump into an airbag topic. Uh, the common question I get from airbags is how much pressure should I use? Um, well, if you don't have a 2020 monitor, that's kind of hard for me to tell you. You have to sit back and look in your seed trench. You need to dig, make sure you aren't having too much compaction, uh, make sure everything is getting proper depth, all that kind of stuff. Um, airbags have capabilities of down and lift depending on what kind of system you have, and it's usually controlled by a dial in the cab. The other thing precision planting offers for existing airbag, or we can add airbags to a planter, is precision planting air force. Uh, what air force is going to do, it's going to be controlled from your 2020, and it's going to have planter-wide control. So I have a quick story about that. I had a grower last year that came to me. We put a 2020 monitor on his planter for the first time. He called me within four hours of him planting his first field and said, this 2020 monitor keeps showing me I'm losing ground contact. I'm not getting proper ground contact. I asked him how much air he was running in his airbags. He said 100 pounds. That's what I've always ran with this corn planter, and everything's turned out good. I said, do me a favor, run back to the farm, grab your air compressor, put another 100 pounds in your airbags, and then go back out to the field and see what happens. So this farmer is a, a heavy no-till guy going into heavy residue, uh, corn on corn. Um, so he went back to the field with 200 pounds of air in his airbags, and everything went away. Everything was green on the 2020. Uh, he called me about a month later and said my corners never looked better. And this fall, he called me again, and this is the best yield he's ever had on his farm. Just by having that 2020 monitor on there for the first year and just seeing how much downforce he needed to add, um, it paid for itself right there. So in this particular case, he wasn't able to adjust that on the fly. He didn't have the compressor right on the unit itself. Correct. He didn't okay. have the compressor on the unit itself. So that planner was set up that it just had a spigot where you had to put air in manually. Okay. So now this guy has put Air Force on for this year where it's going to adjust, adjust on the fly. So with that being said, how it adjusts on the fly is we have five way, way pins on each, on, on each corn planter, and that's going to tell us planter-wide what we need to adjust to. Next, next thing that precision planning offers is going to be delta force. Uh, delta force is going to be a roll-by-roll command, so it's going to be 200 times a second. Um, so we are going to have a way pin on every single roll in these corn planters. Um, this is going to have down and lift pressure capacities. Um, there's going to be four different settings we can customize your environment. So you're going to have a, a light, a standard, heavy and then a custom setting in the cab um, so basically following your your downforce map and your your um, proper downforce management in the cab you can adjust it accordingly um, delta force is so sensitive that if you drive a pickup truck out in the field um, you're going to see that on your on your planning map where that pickup truck went yeah and during corn silage harvest you can see when dairies only have one entrance to a field and they're going in and out in and out and conditions are wet the next year's planting map you can see it Correct. If tillage isn't done. Correct. In that area, we're going to be putting down 300-plus pounds of down pressure in those areas. Um, the biggest people, biggest question people always ask me is, why Why do we need lift pressure? Um, so the biggest reason we have lift pressure, we have a bigger planter, a 16-year-old planter, uh, CCS especially. When we fill those those seed tanks full and we fill the planter full of liquid, um, those center rows are probably the most notorious for it. Then we get out in that field and we start planting. They're so weighted down, so heavy, we actually need to lift those rodents out of the ground so we're not putting that seed too far down and not compacting. So my question to you is, if someone was going to buy a new planter and 
they had to choose between airbags and Delta Force or Air Force and Delta Force. I guess what way would you lean based on what you've learned? Uh, if you're buying a new planner, Delta Force is, is the, the best thing you can put on there. Um, Delta Force from Precision Planting was, or I shouldn't say was, is the number one thing to add on a planner yet today. Um, it's going to be your quickest payback for proper downforce. Mm-hmm. And I think that really, for the people that no-till maybe this hill, but then they get into the mucks or areas where they worked, I think that's where these products really, really start to shine when you have multiple environments. Correct. Absolutely. Especially you know, there's a lot of guys out there that are just, just playing with no-till, playing with strip-till. Um, like you said, all the different environments, um, it's, it's going to adjust for you automatically. So I have just a little study here that was done. It's a 20, 2018 to 2021 um, downforce study. Uh, in these settings where downforce was automated, uh, we gained 7 bushel over excessive downforce and 15 bushel over light downforce. Uh, that correlates to 30 bucks an acre um, by having that on there over excessive downforce and $57 an acre from light downforce. Um, it's one of your quickest paybacks in the farm. Uh, on a 12-row planner, the initial investment is going to be around $22,000, roughly depending on what planner you have and what we're all doing. Um, with that, your uh, return on investment in three years is going to be 163%. Uh, it's going to take you 571 acres to break even by adding a Delta Force system to a 12-row corn planner. Yeah. yeah, when you break it down that way, I mean, it really doesn't take that long to pay it back. Correct, and that is that in that $22,000, that is with adding a, a Gen 2 2020 monitor on the corn planter as well. So I guess if someone were to add Delta Force, and I, I have one client in particular, they have 20-inch rows, 12-row, 12, 20-inch 12 planter. And the last two seasons, I'd go check their planting maps, and I think it would have been, I don't know what layer in climate, but applied downforce. We were see, The map was just one color. And I think the problem was, is their planter was too light. It was basically lifting the planter out of the, out of the ground. So, I mean, from what I've learned from their experiences, if you don't have the right amount of weight on a corn planter for that system, it'll lift it right out of the ground. And that is correct. Especially this last year, we found out that our soils were so light and so fluffy in a lot of spots. Um, we were putting down a lot of down pressure to get our, get our soil where we need it to be. Um, there is a lot of planters out there that are too light, that guys are trying to do things that they shouldn't be doing with them. Um, that is that is a common problem where downforce can actually push a planter bar so high out of the ground that it'll actually trigger the lift switches to turn the planter off. Um, we just need to either add weight or properly manage it from the monitor to get it set where we need to be. Yeah, yeah, it's like you buy a corn planter and you don't want to put row markers on there because you're running RTK and all this fancy stuff, but you need that weight on the wing essentially, you know, to keep them in the ground. Correct. And what most of my farmers do if they're taking their roll markers off, we're hanging tractor weights on that. Most yeah. of the manufacturers make a bracket where we can put those on. Yeah. In this particular case, I said earlier, they added weights on prior to planting after that first crop, alfalfa. And that little bit of weight they added made a huge, huge difference. Closing systems. A lot of guys ask me, um, what, what should we be running for closing systems? Uh, biggest question I have for guys, do you get out and you dig? Um, what is going on properly in your field? Are we fracturing that soil? Do we have air pockets? Are we throwing seed by being too aggressive? Do we have sidewall compaction? Um, what about even emergence? There's a bunch of different closing wheel systems on the market today. Uh, we have Martin makes a system. Yetter makes a system. Schlegel makes a system. Um, there's a lot of other systems out there. Um, there's a lot of OEM planners that have the dual rubbers or dual cast closing systems on. Uh, everyone keeps asking me, what is the best? So the best I have to offer is going to be precision planning furrow force. So what furrow force is going to do is it's going to lift and fracture sidewall compaction and schmear. 
Um, it's going to have a two-stage closing system. For the first stage is going to be the wheels that press together, and the second stage is going to be a, a stitching, which is going to remove the air pockets. Um, this is going to be either automatic sensing, and it's going to be controlled by soil variability and what conditions we're in. Uh, you can also control this manually with a controller in the cab. This is going to be controlled through an airbag, and each row is going to have a load sensor on it. So a lot of guys ask me, um, this just looks like a case design. Uh, what did, did they copy case? Uh, the answer to that is no. So, so what Precision Planning is actually doing is we are closing from the bottom up, where case is closing from the top down. Uh, it's a little bit of difference between the two. So when I go into talking about we want to have all of our plants emerge in uh, 12 hours, um, there's some good studies out from Precision Planning that you guys can find online for PTI results that's going to show uh, what a flag kit does and why that, why that isn't so important. I guess my question on furrow force is you said it's a two-stage system. So the, the rear of it is actually, would you say it's firming the trench? I mean, it's almost like a downward push to take the air pockets out essentially? Correct. Yep, that's okay. going to be firm, firming, firming from behind. Uh, it's going to have two basically rolling wheels on the back that's going to that's gonna stitch it together and close that. Um, the guys that I have that put furrow force on sometimes get mad because they go back and they try to find their seed in their seed trench. And it's very hard to find. It's it's stitched together so tight, so so proper that you it's hard to find the seed. I mean, I think that is important, especially if we get an extreme weather event. You know, we get the three to four to five inch rains, and you've got any type of slope. You know, all of a sudden that trench isn't firm, and here we've got water running down our trench, washing that soil out. I mean, I I've seen that before, and I mean, think of what you've lost there. Yeah, this does get that that even stitch at even close where where it's it's closed proper and that water's not gonna be able to channel in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think sidewall compaction is one of our biggest limiting factors sometimes when we go and look and digging up some of this stuff. Uh, a couple studies at uh, PTI. When I talk PTI, it's uh, Precision Technology Institute. Uh, they have this down in Illinois. Um, farmers are invited to it every year. Uh, you can go down there. You can drive tractors. You can see what they're doing. They have a couple hundred different trials are running every year. Uh, one trial they ran, ran last year, this is on conventional tills, what this is, is a 12-hour emergence study on different closing wheels. Dual cast, dual cast closing wheels came in at 53% of 12-hour emergence. Uh, dual rubbers came in at 59 uh, Dual twisters at 66%. Dual dimples at 67%. And furrow force was almost 85% came up within a 12-hour window. Um, so when we correlate that to yield, we're talking about a 4.46 bushel advantage over everything else there. So it's one of the quickest paybacks uh, for a corn planter. A lot of people ask me too, you know, what's the difference from furrow force for uh, conventional till, strip till, vertical till versus no till? Uh, so when we take this to to the yield, to the farm, uh, conventional till with having furrow force on, we saw a 1.4 bushel advantage. Um, that's the least we saw. Uh, conventional till is very easy to close on. Everything's easy to easy to manage, easy to close. Uh, strip till was a 2.7 bushel advantage. Vertical till was almost 14 bushel advantage. And in the no-till scenarios where we get our, our quickest payback, we're going at 16.5 bushel advantage by putting furrow force on in, in the field. Big numbers in today's age. $5 corn goes a long way. Yes, it does. Another question is, does emergence really matter? One thing I challenge you guys is to go on Precision Planning's website uh, when you click on agronomy tab up on the top, click uh, emergence matters. If you scroll down on there, they offer a free precision planning emergence flagging kit. Uh, get that ordered. What that's going to do is going to send you a package with a bunch of different flags. It's going to give you a little booklet telling you how to do the emergence flagging, and it's also going to give you a seed digger. 
Um, I challenge people to go out and just just check how their fuel is doing, check how their corn planter is doing. I think it'd be an eye-opening experience for a lot of people. I do too. I I really do. I mean, we've got a number of clients that have really nice planter setups, and I'm not saying that anything right, wrong, or indifferent, but I think people would be amazed if they followed the crop along even further than just the planting action. I mean, the emergence, the end of yield, the end of season results. I mean, I think people would be amazed maybe potentially what they're losing on. Absolutely. A lot of guys, you know, there's there's a lot of acres to get done and uh, limited help these days. A lot of guys are planting. They aren't getting out of the planter enough to check on things. We're, we're flying across the top of the soil. We're getting it in the ground, and we're not coming back until we need to spray that for the first time or we need to side dress it for the first time. Um, guys definitely need to get out, look at their look at their fields, especially the bigger guys that have a lot of acres where sometimes when they're planting, their corn is actually popping up out of the ground on their first acres um, before they're done planting. And we need to get back and make sure that, that it's doing a, a proper job on our first acres so we can you know, accordingly adjust. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of tricky because the 2020 gives you so much information that you, you feel really confident about what your planter is doing. But, you know, there's also that portion of getting out of the cab and ground truthing what the 2020 is telling you that, could be the missing link sometimes to making just small adjustments that pay back quite a bit. Correct. The 2020 is going to tell us tell us everything our corn planter is doing. Uh, in order for that 2020 to be su- successful, we need to make sure our planter maintenance is, is up to par. Um, that is our, our number one topic is planter maintenance, and then, then we go from there. Mm-hmm. We went over quite a few products. Um, how is, in this kind of crazy world we're in right now, getting parts, getting getting all this stuff, is it something that needs to be planned well out or are we still capable of getting a lot of this stuff or it all depends? Uh, if you don't have your planner out of the shed right now, you need to definitely think about that. Uh, there's a lot of dealerships that are running out of opening discs and a lot of simple parts. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to get harder and harder to get parts as, as spring approaches. Probably a really good point to bring up in today's age. Yep. Well, I'd like to thank Ryan for coming in today and discussing a lot of this stuff. Um, I think with this kind of being new or newer to Country Visions, um, I think we got one heck of a team that you got there to get a lot of this stuff done. So um, I guess we reach out to your, to your agronomist or whoever you were working with um, at the co-op, and we can um, get you in touch with Ryan and uh, go from there. 